Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where in the world you are, mi gente. As always, I want to let you know that I appreciate you tuning in and sharing your Monday blues with me. And if you haven't done so already, go follow me on Instagram at its.me.shell. Click the link in my bio so we can connect everywhere. Also, make sure you subscribe to my podcast on YouTube and on all podcast platforms. Hi, right, let's get into it. It's me. 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 Feliz lunes. Happy Monday, mi gente. I hope you've had an amazing, relaxing Thanksgiving weekend, which for some of us, that was a four-day weekend. And that within itself is amazing. But I hope, you know, you had a great time with friends, family, or by yourself. You know, whatever you like to do. I know that the holidays looks different for everyone. So if you were alone and not by choice, I am sorry. And I hope, you you know, you made the best of it as much as you could. I know how that can be. I've definitely been there. And Mihanda, don't forget to check up on your friends, family, loved ones, neighbors. These times are hard on some people, so make sure they're okay. All right? So this week, we are changing things up a bit. Okay? I recently watched the Jordan Peele movie, Nope. Nope. And I know I'm late, but Hubby and I got into the deeper meaning of what the movie was about which made me think about you know how we could apply the movie to real life because as we know Jordan Peele likes for us to figure shit out so this isn't an episode critiquing the movie per se but kind of comparing and contrasting it to reality and farcity if you will. But before we get into that, I want to get into some current events. And before we get into that, we have to set the scene. So if you're getting ready for work, already at work, or walking into your humble abode because your day is over, let me help you forget that it's Monday by setting a different scene. I'm going to create the scenario for y'all. I'll give you some time to get ready. Let's get it. Imagine living in a world where you literally communicate everything through social media. A world where you want to get noticed so much so that you post not only everything you do in a day, but everybody else's business too. The world where everyone is trying to make it to the top, no matter what. Welcome to our world. Yeah, our world right now, our world today. Cause this is it, bitch. What in the buffuckery is going on over here? Yes, mi gente, this week we are talking about, I guess, being recognized and being the center of attention, but we're going to get into that. Because speaking of being recognized and being the center of attention, we're getting into current events. And if you didn't know this already, which I'm sure I'm late, because I always am, but it's okay, Balenciaga is in hot water for their new campaign ad, which people are claiming is KP. And if you don't know what that is, please look up Balenciaga and type in KP. It has something to do with Kitty and something else. They have since deleted their Twitter account, unless 
it was Elon who did that because I don't know. Can I tell you? I don't know anymore. <laughs> but anyway, the French fashion brand has removed all the ads they released with children in it. And if you haven't seen it, I'll give you a br brief description. They thought it was a good idea to photograph children holding teddy bears, donning BDSM bondage on, and they also decided to sprinkle and spread the 2002 Supreme Court case Ashcroft versus Free Speech that struck down portions of the Federal Child Pornography Prevention Act. So there you go. It was just spread, sprinkled all over the photo shoot in a very much Where's Waldo style. And I get what everyone is saying. You know, people are outraged. This is unacceptable. I understand that. But I keep asking myself, where the fuck were these kids' parents? Okay? And I understand, you know... Okay, so I had a conversation with Hubby as I stuttered to think about that. And he was like, well, you know, working with these brands, sometimes parents are not allowed on set or, you know, you can, they can be said about anything. Where were the parents for this? Where were the parents for that? But they weren't on set. I mean, these were young children. They didn't have to approve shit. Is that how it works in this world of fashion and industry? Cause I'm nosy as fuck. It couldn't be me, especially knowing what I know now and you know, being protective over children. I don't know. You want to do a what? You want to do what with who's kid? <laughs> now nah, we good. Listen, it's easy to say, all right, Balenciaga, you're nasty. Thus, you are canceled. But I want to hear from the parents because I'm confuzzled. Okay. Have they said anything? Have the parents come out and said, you know, that was inappropriate or we fought for them to remove, you know, our child's face off of that campaign we didn't approve? I'm just curious, of course. I am not blaming the parents i'm not blaming you know anybody but the brand because that was their choice they have managers and people on set and creative people to look at all this shit but yeah i'm just curious i don't know and of course everyone's coming after kim kardashian about it i mean they do have a tribe of children and you know they just kept popping them out and they do also Don, well, at least Kim dons all of Balenciaga. So everyone's kind of wondering if Kim K is going to call out Balenciaga's bullshit since she's draped in the robes of Balenciaga in every turn. And y'all already know Candace Owens came for her, not only because she openly hates her, but because, well, she hates her and she hates her. <laughs> she really feels very strongly about Kim K and her choices. So y'all already know she went after her. Look it up. If I do make this a YouTube video, I might post some of the videos that I found. I'm not sure if I'm going to post this on YouTube yet or if I'll like remake it for YouTube because there are a lot of videos out there that we can definitely react to. But anyway, I digress. And speaking of hate, Qatar hosts the World Cup and people are steamed that they do not allow alcohol. All the soccer fans that are chilling in Qatar are hating the fact that they can't purchase alcoholic beverages in the stadiums. And according to NPR, in Qatar, regular fans won't have access to alcohol at matches. Only the spectators in the stadiums of the high and luxury suite variety will have easy access to booze. 
Outside of the stadiums, though, fans can, you know, they can still drink at special World Cup gathering spaces or at like, you know, specially licensed restaurants, bars and hotels around the country. And this was confirmed two days before the first match. FIFA put out a statement that no alcohol would be sold at the eight stadiums, which will host the tournament 64 matches. But alcohol will be served in, you know, designated fan parks and other licensed venues around Doha. And people are outraged. But honestly, that's someone else's house. I understand. Okay, you, I, mean, I guess it's a feeling. But why are you really mad, though? That's like coming over to my house, having your badass kids jump on my sofa. Because that's what you do in your house. So you thought it was okay. Nah, fuck your couch, not mine. In the words of my lovely husband, stop thinking. <laughs> Seriously, it's a sporting event and we see how vicious people are when drinks and competitive sporting events combine. It always gets out of hand, at least here in the U.S. And you know what? We're okay with that. That's our culture. As savage as as that sounds, that's us. But Qatar don't want that. They don't want the smoke. That's not their thing. And if you're going to their house, you got to respect their rules. Qatar don't play those games. Period. Don't be mad. Be glad that they're saving you from being locked up abroad. All right. From what I hear, that's never fun. (laughs) All right. That's all I got for current events. All the other stuff is too depressing to talk about. And it's Christmas. Well, in a couple of weeks, it's Christmas. Okay, fine. In four weeks, to be exact. I'm dramatic. I love Christmas. So, of course, I love dramatizing it. But like I said before, we were talking about reality versus illusion. And this topic was brought to you by my brain after watching the Jordan Peele flick, Nope. And we're getting right into it after this short break. Me, Hinta, it is the holidays. And what better gift to me than to go onto my Instagram, click the link in my bio, and follow all my social media platforms. Follow me on YouTube and follow me on all podcast platforms. Oh, how great that would be. You know, just in case you were wondering what to get me this holiday season. Love y'all. All right, thank you for sticking through that short break. I appreciate it. So this week we're talking about reality versus illusion, perception, and at times falselessness. And I know that's not a word, at least I don't think it is, but it's fun to say, so why not? And what inspired me to talk about this or to choose this topic or to make up this topic was the Jordan Peele flick, Nope. I know it came out this past summer, but that's how life works, right? You see something that inspires you and you create around it. So let's get into it. I recently watched this movie and I'll tell you what I gathered from it before we get into, you know, meaty things or start picking it apart. So in short, to me, this movie represented several things. Not only do the black, Hispanic and Latino community say nope to a lot of weird shit because we just not fucking with it but we deal with a lot of people in life that are you know just a lot of characters let's call them you know you have the get rich quick schemers which i'm sure we all know a few of those characters in real life we know the people that are always trying to catch a big break by going viral you know pulling out their phones capturing outlandish shit because it might you know be their turn to make it big or it might get them somewhere you have those people that want to be the best in the center of attention and if you notice there's a pattern and it has to do with us just battling each other doing something before anyone or everyone 
And honestly, that can be exhausting, but not only exhausting, it can also make a person reach to a point of losing themselves. And this is my opinion. Okay, this is my wonderment. You know, something really interesting to me um, is the setting of the movie. The movie, well, it's set in a time, like a Western time frame. And if you think about it, the times we're going through right now definitely feels like the wild, wild west out here. And I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, you know, that hasn't seen the movie. I'll stick to what stuck to me. And that is that people live like it's a popularity contest, right? Who's better than who? Which family member is better than the other family member? Who's got the better friend or who's the better friend? Who's the better parent? Who's the better human being? Who can make more money? Who can blah, 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 blah. It's always a competition. But one word that I paid special attention to in the movie was the word spectacle. And that sums up exactly what it is that we do in order to be noticed or to catch the next big break. We create spectacles of ourselves because it's the only way to get noticed. And let me drop some knowledge here in case you didn't know. A spectacle is a visually striking performance or display. And that is exactly what we've been reduced to, right? This is exactly what we've been doing. This is what we've reduced ourselves to just being the next big thing or is it me am i reading too much into humanity right now i had a very meaningful conversation with an amazing person shout out to edward he's a professional soccer player and he gave me insight on what it's like to always be in the limelight and i thought to myself he himself is a spectacle no one has ever seen him play the sport like he has or like he does but he's still a person. And one thing he said that resonated with me was how everyone, you know, to, to, well, to everyone, he's this great professional athlete, but at times he still feels alone, although the world knows of him. And we got into how that affects mental health. And I'm hoping to have him on the potty, actually, because that was a great conversation. I'm working on it. And shout out to him. But that's exactly it. You work hard and become this person that everyone else enjoys and want to see you know well everybody else enjoys you and wants to see you all the time but we really become spectacles you know but what about us the people what about you the person how do you feel mentally physically so many things to think about but in the words of yay gotcha <laughs> gotcha is that what's happening are we getting got out here in these streets? I don't know. But you know who has some thoughts about this? Our favorite neighborhood bestie, La Comay. Mi gente, we've reached our favorite segment, La Comay's Bochinche Corner. And this is a space where La Comay talks about some of the shit she's gone through or she's seen during the week. And she basically gossips about it because that's her thing from her little round table in the kitchen by the window. Or she reads a whole bunch of people to death while sipping her tea, her cafecito, her whiskey. We don't, we never know what the fuck is going on in that cup. It's also a time where La Comay reflects on shit and she shares it with you all you know she drops knowledge talks shit all that good stuff because there's no stopping her so this week in the spirit of jordan peele and nope lacomai is gonna share her nope moments because you know lacomai always has some stuff to say
Hola, and hello. Buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, everybody. It's me, la comaya. Buenas, it's me, la comaya. Me, Chele, welcome me, bienvenido. How are you? How you been? I hope you've been good. I hope you had a peaceful and relaxing time off. If you were off, if you weren't and had to go into work, I'm sorry. That's terrible. But hopefully you made some time and a half because <laughs> it's hard out here. <laughs> and if you celebrated, happy Thanksgiving, okay? All right. So, and also, let me say something, okay, real quick. Shout out to NYC Apartments when their heat is coming up. <laughs> because the clinking and clanking. <laughs> Coño, me tienen loca. But you know what? I appreciate the heat. So, I appreciate the clinky clanky, okay? So, I decided to call this little segment, White People Be White In. <laughs> Brought to you by a conversation that I heard while I was on the... You guessed it. <laughs> the train heading to work because the MTA is always going my way. <laughs> always late, but I guess me there. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there because it's not about me. It's not about my train rides. Or maybe it is. But you know, I have a story to share. So let me tell you. Okay. I was originally going to make it a real because, you know, I know how much y'all love how I express myself as soon as I get off the train on Instagram. But I thought this would be funnier, you know, to do it this way. And who better than, you know, to express themselves than, than about this than me, of course. <laughs> because this is just what I do. Okay, this is my experience with the caucuses of Caucasia being Caucasian. Okay, and I like to call it the triple C. <laughs> I'm like the fucking food network over here. <laughs> and listen, after watching Nope, I thought, well... Do you know what has made me say nope this past week? And I'll tell you, okay? I was sitting on the train and I heard this couple of the Prince of Paper complexion talk about the many different churches that they like to go to. And listen, I'm happy that they're trying to learn the cultures, the different religions, and the different types of spirituality that exists. Because, you know, they be nosy as fuck. They call it learning, but they be infiltrating <laughs> and calling it learning. But anyway, then the chick asks her man, did you like that church? They were so inclusive. They accepted everyone and everything. And they, you know, they got real lit. Miss. <laughs> what in the buffuckery is going on over here? Excuse me, miss ma'am. What you mean real lit? <laughs> this is coming from the same people that listen to Bon Jovi singing Living on a Prayer and think, damn, life is hard. We've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> y mira, I'm not a churchy person, pero to that, I say nope. Pero que eso, my God, yo. Or in the words of Ye, the artist formerly known as Kanye. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. You damn right, I gotcha, okay? That's right, I gotcha. Déjame tranquila. Leave me alone. Don't be coming to the place where I'm supposed to leave all my sins behind. Talking about it's lit. There's a time and a place. Okay, you Cotton Eye Joe, stay in your lane, and I will stay in mine. And don't come for me, okay? Like I said, I was glad that they're choosing to explore, that they chose to explore and gain knowledge and understand. Pero when you describe the experience as lit, <laughs> I saw yo le digo to that, I say 
Nope. No, ma'am and Mr. Sir, this might be my club, but certainly isn't yours. I don't care how inclusive it is. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Mira, don't forget, mi casa su casa. Just let me know when you stopping by, because this is my house. I will say no open heartbeat. <laughs> I'm not your spectacular. <laughs> but my window is always open. Mi familia, you know what to do. Follow your girls on all social media platforms. The links will be in the description below. Or you can head over to Instagram and click that link in the bio for podcast platforms, YouTube channel, and more. Ja, me fui. Well, you heard of me, gente. La Comay has spoken. All right, I felt like we needed some comedic relief. And who better to do that than La Comay, right? And listen, I'm all about inclusivity, but nope. You're not coming to my place of worship, whatever that looks like for everyone. Talk about, oh, it's lit over here. In the words of Big Pun, not you again. Go that way. You're going to leave me alone. White people definitely be whitened. And I have friends of all colors, genders, races. And can I say that all my white friends tell me all the time verbatim, okay, verbatim. Yeah, we do the most. <laughs> but in all seriousness, doesn't that sound like we're always being looked at like spectacles? People are quick to pull out their phones, record something, and post it to social media. But there's a delay in helping one another. There's a delay in quickly acting if somebody needs help or requires assistance. Is that what the world of technology has brought us to? I don't know, mi gente. Let me know what you think. Send me, you know, DMs, emails, voice messages. I want to hear from you. You know, if you've watched the movie, let me know what you gathered from it. I know after watching this movie with Hubby, we started talking about it and he had a totally different perspective. But it's like he said, that's the wonderful thing about critiquing things. Everyone has a different take or a different outlook on that particular thing or situation. And that's what makes us human beings, right? That's what makes us different. And having our own mind, thoughts and ideas is what makes us who we are as people and if being different or being myself makes me a spectacle especially since everyone out here is twinning then i'll be me and i'll be just that because like i said when i was setting the scene this is it bitch bueno my people me gente it's about that time like always i want to thank you for spending your precious moments with me and before i go i want to remind you to please make sure you follow me on instagram at its.me.show and click the link in my bio it will take you to all my other socials you can send me direct voice messages emails and so much more go on and subscribe to my youtube channel there is some content up there already i'm working on some more stuff so make sure you join me for the ride and make sure you click that notification bell so you don't miss out on anything links will also be in the description and like i said before my instagram bio so you know i'm just out here trying to make getting to friday a lot easier and just like that, we've reached the end of the It's Me Shell podcast. And you can catch It's Me Shell every Monday to make sure your week starts off on the right foot or so we can just say fuck Mondays together wherever you stream your podcasts and on YouTube. Join me next week where we will talk about first times. 
and its fails, or maybe just first times. I don't know. I figured in the spirit of Christmas, we can talk about the first time I learned anything or I tried anything. And of course, if I failed at it or not, For example, as a kid, riding a bike, or the first time I saw a particular movie. And of course, I don't take anything seriously unless I absolutely have to, so this should be an amusing time. I mean, it's Christmas, you know, so let's reminisce a little. Why not? And I may have a guest. Let's see. I don't know what I do with that. We'll we'll figure it out. And lastly, I want to say this. It's crazy when you can't even go on vacation with your so-called friends without wondering if they're out to get you. Like, you're not coming back because they got you, got you. Nope. Mm-mm. Nah. We're not doing that. Ain't that some shit. Be safe out there, mi gente. Peace and love. I'm out.